Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hey, welcome in. Hour two of the program. Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon, here on Fox Sports Radio. No Jason tonight. Rich Ornberger in his stead. Find him on Twitter at Ornberger. That's right. Simply the surname, all powerful that he is. How are you, buddy? I'm good. Yeah, that was a fast it- hour. Yeah, that do that. Yeah, that was easy, breezy, flew on by. And and really we are at the beneficial part of our uh season here in sports as broadcasters where seemingly everywhere you look, you are uh you are inundated with stories that you want to get to and so many of them hit the editing room floor so to speak. Um, yeah, so we are parsing it out, trying to uh, dabble in the most interesting. That's right. I, I put out, what was it, like 18 different stories, and plus <laughs> the text, plus everything. I was like, we got a lot of stuff, and we'll see where it goes. It's like you know a giant canvas, and we just start throwing stuff at it and no see doubt. if it's artistic at the end. In about 20 minutes, we'll talk to Mark Medina. He's got some, some inside uh, discussion about the fun and exciting world of the Brooklyn Nets. We touched on it in the first hour of the program. Uh, we'll get his insight of what he's hearing uh, because, really, it's as good as any drama you have on television. I know you're a big Big Brother fan or or Snake in the Grass or whatever these other reality shows are. <laughs> Me, I stick to my Better Call Saul and a couple of serials and oh, I move dude. on. Oh, dude, 
You got to watch the one thing that I watched, uh, Guilty Pleasure Show. I'm not really usually the big reality TV guy, but Love is Blind on Netflix. Okay. They've done two seasons of this. It is perfect trash television, and I was for it. You were there for all of it? Well, I also finished uh, Apple Plus. For those that subscribed, they had a, a show called Blackbird. Okay. And it included uh, Taron Edgerton, who was Eggsy uh, in the Kingsman movies, or maybe you saw Rocket Man, where he played Elton John. Oh, yeah, there you go. So you have him. Uh, Ray Liotta's in there as one of his final roles. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. As his dad. Uh, and it's about a guy that's, well, he's not a good dude. He's a drug dealer who ends up going to jail and making a deal with the feds because they're trying to get information about a lot of unsolved murders. Okay. And he okay. tries to turn the guy uh, and, and get information. Uh, and what's interesting is the vocal uh, affectation that the guy uses makes me think he watched a lot of old WWE and Paul Bearer. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, you know, <laughs> it's the Undertaker. Oh, Taker. Uh, and I watched and I watched a biography uh, yeah. of the uh, of Paul Bearer uh, off Peacock the other day too. So it conflated the two, and I was like. Wow, was that his inspiration? Like, if I did one of those press junkets, that would be my first question to ask Were him. you inspired by Paul Bearer? Which he'd probably punch me in the face and walk out of the room. But yeah. just from he, the vocal side. He'd stand up from his podium that he's sitting at, the dais with the microphone, and he would tell you to do better before he walked out in a full suit with shorts. That's what he would do. <laughs> there you go. It was Paul uh, Walter <laughs> Hauser, who you've seen in a bunch of movies. He was in uh, the I, Tonya movie. Uh, was where he made his first uh, big splash. He's been in a number of other things, uh, award-nominated type of stuff as well. Uh, Richard Jewell was the starring uh. turn for him uh, last year. But uh, six episodes goes down quickly. Not an easy six episodes, but really well acted and constructed. Uh, so it's a recommendation for me. Now, story time. Yeah. So since we did the fun and exciting world of well sports, and then we get into some of the the fiction that we're watching on our televisions. Now let's go to the world of Rich Ornberger, master storyteller and a man who went viral once again this past weekend. You're proven pretty right on that other one. Uh, it, it took oh, a while, yeah. But, yeah. but he got there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But here's the problem. Nobody ever catches the retraction. Oh, no. Right? No, in no, in no. a newspaper, you get something completely wrong. Everybody goes, wow, that's weird. And then, hey, by the way, we really got this wrong, but it's next to the horse racing results from four days ago. Yeah, well, I just chalk things up to, you know, and this is stemming back if anybody's in the dark about what we're talking about. Um, my reporting end of last season over the off season about some of the discord going on uh, within the Buccaneers, you know, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich and him sort of seizing control of the offense and uh, not loving the uh, the pace of work, we'll call it, from the head coach. And so changes needed to be made if he was going to stay and amendments. You know, again, you could speculate where you want from this point on. That's sort of when the source reporting ends and the reality of the situation begins, which was Brady retired and then he came back, but only when Bruce Arians assumed the role in the front office where basically he told everybody, yeah, I'm just going to go play golf a bunch and just be around when guys need me. And Todd Bowles is the head coach now. And I'm so glad. I'm so happy. Okay, sure. Uh, anyways. <laughs> what a power uh, play. But people did not buy your reporting. Yeah. People were angry about yeah. your reporting. How dare you say that about these two icons? And then, sport. of course, Bruce Arians, as he's wont to do, doth protest a bit too much on that. Mm. But in the end, that's what we find out. Hey, here's all this. Here's Miami in the middle of it. Come on my yacht as if we're in the Wolf of Wall Street. And I'll throw some <laughs> some fun bucks at you. So, <laughs> yeah. Right? And start, you know, just kind of throwing $100 bills. Uh, not quite that, but the same idea of, hey, how about a job? Uh, but you had the story this weekend that went viral uh, related to a time as a player in New England and maybe embellishing or creating a situation uh, whereby you were trying to do a little cover-up uh, on your way to practice. Oh, dude, yeah. Le well, let me just start from the start. Coach Belichick, and everybody knows this by now, he has a very strict culture in place in New England, and everybody knows what the expectations are, certainly, and they know that 
punctuality is one of those expectations. Like, you better show up on time for work or you're going to get gone real quick. And that goes for everybody. Like, there have been players who you assumed would be pretty helpful or higher draft picks that, you know, if they struggled getting their butt out of bed and getting to meetings in the morning, uh, they were going to get shipped out at some point, whether that be in trade or being flat out released. And so I remember one morning waking up, not to the sound of my alarm, but to the morning sun you know, just sort of basking me with its warmth. And I was just like, I was like, you know, normally I'm beating the sun to work. Like this is not, this is not good. So I don't even bother looking at my clock. I just throw clothing on as quickly as possible and barely get my shoes on my feet and sprint down to my garage and, and peel out of the parking lot of my apartment complex. So I'm, I'm making the first couple of turns, you know, and I'm trying to follow all the traffic rules, stop at every stop sign because I'm figuring I'm already late. Like if I get a ticket, I'm screwed. Well, that's when I look at the clock on my, my, my Chevy Tahoe and I'm just looking at it. I'm like, no, I'm already late. I, I literally have five minutes until this team meeting begins and I'm 15 minutes out. There is no conceivable way that I can get myself to work on time. So that's when the panic st- sets in, Mikey. Like, all of a sudden, I'm a rookie. This is back in 2009. Like, I'm thinking to myself, like, my life is over. Like, I'm going to show up to the door. They're going to tell me to hand in my playbook. And I'm going to be shipped back off to, you know, New York to live with my parents. And I'm going to be slicing, you know, deli meat and uh, getting people ready for their school lunches on Monday morning. Like, that's what my life is going to Not be. a bad way for, to be, right? I mean, honest profession but no, here no you question. are living out the dream and by the way yeah i was i was a sandwich man i worked in a deli my whole young life and i'm not saying I, 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 you, you didn't let the uh pause go there for uh you know the love of sandwich not just constructing them <laughs> yeah yeah that's true yeah that's true i i was paid in sandwiches <laughs> i digress so i'm making my way to work and i'm just thinking about all the possibilities that could potentially await me if I am late for work without an excuse. And all of a sudden, call it genius, call it madness, but as I'm cruising down a slight sloping hill uh, toward the first traffic light, I see a banged-up 20-year-old church van waiting at this red light with black smoke coughing out of its exhaust pipe. I mean, this car was worse for wear, but my mental state was even worser, if there is such a word. I like that. We're going to use it. So I'm I'm cruising toward this red light, and all of a sudden, inspiration hits, and I go, I- I'm going to rear-end this car. I'm just going to go ahead and tap his bumper, <laughs> and I'm going to have an excuse for lateness. I, I don't know if that's going to work. I don't know if this is – Completely idiotic, but here goes nothing. And sure enough, I cruised into this this bumper doing about seven miles an hour, just enough to cave in, you know, a little bit of the plastic bumper on my side, avoid the fog lights and such. And we pull off to the side of the road and out from the driver's side, nobody else in the car emerges someone who I can only describe as a skinny Santa Claus. This man was like right. a, like a day away from being 99 years old. He had this long white beard and he was making his way over to me, and he apologizes to me. He apologizes. <laughs> he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, 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 don't apologize. I'm really sorry. I'm late for work. My head was in the clouds. I can't believe this happened. I'll get you all my information. So this guy is, like, waiting outside my car. You know, we're pulled off away from traffic. And all of a sudden, the skies open up, Michael. And it is now pouring rain from the New England sky all over this octogenarian. You know this what my, my grandmother would have said? What? Jesus is crying because you oh, caused dude. problems. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those were the Lord's tears. Anyways, I'm trying to get, I mean, I gave this guy everything in a big hurry. I gave him my, you know, insurance number, my social security number. I mean, I gave him everything. I, I basically handed all the paperwork. I think he has my, my registration. Did you, did you give him uh, Belichick's or uh, Dante's? Oh, no. <clears throat> no, I no, no, no. I, I didn't go that far. But this guy, I was trying to hustle him back into his car and just tell him, like, if you want to do insurance, that's fine. I was like, but here, I reach into my pocket and I have several hundred bucks in, in, in my pocket. I've made a withdrawal <laughs> the night before. I'm like, take all of this. I have no idea exactly how much this is. I'm like, but take all of it. And he took it from me. 
and uh, never filed an insurance claim. I make my way to work. <laughs> and to make a long story short, it worked, Mikey. All right. We'll get more details on the actual interactions once you entered the building. Because I can't imagine it was, hey, Rich made it. <laughs> so good to see you, Richie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to imagine it's a little more complicated. So we'll put a pin in it here because we got to talk to Mark Medina and figure out who hates whom uh, and whether we're going to have a steel cage match in Brooklyn before it's all said and done. There you go. I'm an idea man. Take that and run with it uh, as you will. Uh, we will point out that Shohei Otani was back on the mound. So he had a Peter Griffin moment. Those of you that watch Family Guy know it when he, you know, skins his his knee and goes and sits on there, and it's a way to get an, a minute and a half of animation without having to do anything. Yeah. So it's brilliant. Uh, time filler. We we didn't cut enough. Uh, we didn't do enough for this scene. So just throw that back in and have him fight the chicken. Well, he's back out on the mound for you. So you feel better if you're invested in him as a fan or in trading cards and memorabilia. He's Rich Hornberger. I'm Mike Harmon. Reminder, AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If you're having trouble starting your car, AutoZone will test the battery for free and help you find the issue so you don't spend money on parts you don't need. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. You want the rest of the Ornberger story? Yeah, stay tuned. We'll talk to Mark Medina, and then we'll get part two. That's right. The second act comes up later on in the hour. Mike and Rich here on Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast this is the intersection where sports business society and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on mondays wednesdays and fridays facts only make sure you check your feelings at the door because no bs is allowed we keep it 100 this is where real conversations happen listen to the right or wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This could be the entrance music for one of the participants in the aforementioned cage match. Gotta listen to the whole show, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here, Fox Sports Radio. My guy Rich Ornberger in for Jason Smith tonight. And we've been commenting with all the baseball news, all of the footage from training camps and readying for week one in earnest of the preseason, Rich, that it had been quiet in the NBA. Yeah. Well, it was until yesterday. Joining us now on the hotline, as he does, uh, well, every week during the NBA season and now taking a, a little little break from his summer so- sojourn to join us, National NBA Rider, Insider, NBA.com. It's our buddy Mark Medina. Mark G underscore Medina, where you find him on Twitter. Uh, are you keeping track of who hates whom? Because it got quiet for a while. <laughs> you know what? Maybe it was quiet, uh, like with the Golden State Warriors. They're enjoying vacation after winning a championship, but... I don't think it's been quiet at all on both ends of the coast with the Lakers and the Nets, so this has kind of been par for the course because they just have so many issues to correct and not enough time to do it. Just felt like it had been bubbling under the surface, that we did, we weren't getting these every day because they weren't going to social media. They were, they were chirping about other things, and now we get this ultimatum uh, reportedly from Kevin Durant. Either they go or I go with Marks uh, and Steve Nash, and then the report of Kyrie Irving hates those guys. So this has really become a, a next level escalation in, in short order. Yeah, and you know what? It, it's really disappointing because, look, I I know that Kevin Durant has gotten criticism every step that he's gone as far as switching teams, but I understood why he left the Thunder to go to the Warriors. Wanting to win a title, even though they won without him, hey, he hadn't done that. I do understand, even though that he was in championship prosperity with the Warriors, why he would want to leave, of carving his own path, winning elsewhere. But I don't understand why he wanted to play with the Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie Irving. So if he went up to the Brooklyn Nets ownership and said, hey, I want to trade, I would get it if it was because of these reasons. Eh, I actually soured on Kyrie Irving. He's not reliable. Ben Simmons, same thing. But the reasons that he's asking for a trade have nothing to do with that. And so for him to blast the front office and blast the coaching staff, I mean, look, Kevin Durant deserves all the praise for how he has been as a basketball player. But if he's bemoaning the Nets' quote-unquote culture, like he and Kyrie Irving are the culture, they're the ones that have dictated how they want the team to be operated from both the coaching uh, standpoint as well as the roster construction. So uh, if there is a reason for him to be unhappy, it's because look what happens when you team up with Kyrie Irving. But that does not seem to be what the case is. So it's, it's pretty disappointing. Let me ask this question. It's sort of a cut to the chase uh, style here. Have they reached the point of no return with Kevin Durant in the neck? I don't think so because, again, he still has four years left on his deal. I, I certainly think that the relationships – soured and you know there'll be a lot of things that would have to get repaired if he winds up in a Nets uniform next season they don't find a trading partner but I do think you have to keep in mind there is some precedent for this and I know that it is apples and oranges it's a different era but in 2007 you know Kobe Bryant was demanding a trade with the Lakers and not only was he demanding a trade with the Lakers but he was starting to go scorched earth as well and saying that you know the owner at the time, Jerry Buss, was an idiot, and also questioning the competency of Mitch Kupchak, the GM at the time. And certainly I don't think either of those uh, people w- liked hearing that, but they weren't ever going to get in an arguing match, uh, certainly publicly, with someone like Kobe Bryant's stature. And so I think that's what's the precedent here. I'm sure Steve Nash didn't like to hear that. I'm sure Sean Marks didn't like to hear that. But the reality is... Uh, you know, you can still have a functional working relationship 
with people, even if you don't like them. So I, I don't think that this means it's the point of no return, but I think it, it shows that Kevin is willing to try to increase the leverage even more, or try to exert it. But I think it also illustrates that the Nets are willing to say no to him. Um, you know, I, I think if the Nets were amenable to those kind of changes, it wouldn't have gotten out like this. They would have done changes and then would have said, hey, we're going to make these changes for the best of the organization. But instead, what has happened, it's gotten out that Kevin made these requests. And, you know, obviously Nets ownership has since said publicly that uh, they have a lot of trust in the front office and coaching staff. So as the guy trying, you know, always try to be uh, level-headed on this stuff, hot take nonsense, um, I get into it a little bit every now and again. Mark uh, Rich can attest to this during football season, no question about it. Uh, But can't they just have Kevin Durant fax him a copy of the roster that's in place saying, okay, part of this is you're an architect in in this, (laughs) and also when we get into the NBA with salaries having to match for trades and, and, you know, distressed properties, we had to bring Simmons in. It's not our fault he doesn't want to play. Right. So so it's on you, but look at this. We can win. Look at this roster. Yeah, and look, I, I hope that when he uh, had that meeting this weekend, that's what was discussed. And I'm sure that because of how long the meeting lasted, they did have a lot of those discussions. Now, to pin that on Kevin Durant itself, I don't know if they went that far, but I'm sure that they brought up the challenges of finding a trade partner and knowing that, hey, we, we have to get something that also benefits our franchise. We're not just going to accept a quarter on the dollar here. I'm sure that they pointed out Ben Simmons' injury situation and his lack of availability, as well as you know the fact that they made moves knowing that Kevin was in favor of them. I'm sure that they went through all those things. So I don't think that they then said, okay, therefore you are directly responsible for all this. In fairness to all this, it does take a front office to know how to say no to players because even though they do know the game, they're not thinking about how does this fit from a cap perspective. They're just thinking it from a basketball lens and maybe at some times, hey, this is a guy that I get along with off the court. I'd love to have him on the team. That's where a value of the front office comes into play. But even if there are some, you know, uh, shortcomings as well as some successes that Steve Nash has navigated as a, as a coach, even given his credentials, I don't think it's fair at all to pinpoint the majority of the problems on the front office or the coaching staff. I, I would argue that most of the problems uh, are directly correlated to Kyrie's lack of availability last season because of the mandate, as well as Ben Simmons not playing at all when they wound up trading James Harden. Mark, loving the insights on the East Coast super, se- uh, super team. Let's, uh, let's head to the West Coast with the Lakers. We know that LeBron had the meeting with the front office, source reporting coming out everywhere from this. What were your takeaways? What have you heard? What do you think's next for the Lakers? Well, none of this is surprising. Um, there was an expectation that LeBron James wanted to uh, agree to an extension right away, uh, partly because he has time on his side. He doesn't have to make a decision until June 30th of next year. That being said, there's always been uh, a lot of confidence based off their own feelings as well as conversations with LeBron James's representatives that he's going to wind up retiring in a Lakers uniform. But the reality is until you put your name to the pen uh, with a pen to paper, nothing's ever guaranteed. And so while I don't think that it, this is the same type of situation that LeBron's showing as he did during his latter part of his career in Cleveland where he was doing all these one-year deals, um, with the idea of putting leverage, um, you know, the Lakers do, do have a lot of question marks to answer about how they fix the roster. They don't have a lot of tools to do that because, uh, you know, they only had a mid-level exception. They don't have a lot of assets. And at this point, they're very reluctant to part with more than one draft pick. And Russell Westbrook doesn't really have a lot of trade value. But I know talk with Jeannie Buck's during summer league, you know, she made the mess. She made this message to me emphatically. That's her expectation that the work isn't done and that she wouldn't be surprised that there would be a major deal. And so while she did stress that the Lakers have to do what's in their long-term interest and not 
mortgage their future. She also brought up the idea that when you make a move, you have to be willing to give up a lot. So I think that because of that, uh, the Lakers are always still going to be in this mindset before training camp starts that they want to try to find a way to trade Russell Westbrook. Um, and I think that that's going to happen, but the reality is there isn't a market, and the Lakers at this point haven't hedged on uh, their feeling that they don't want to give up too many draft picks because then it would hurt their long-term future. But I wouldn't be surprised that at some point they hedge on that because regardless of what they're saying publicly and privately about Russ's fit, uh, there's a lot of misgivings about how he will be on the team, just knowing that last year, even when you account for injuries, um, he just wasn't willing and able to adapt his game for the greater good. NBA writer, NBA.com, friend of the show, Mark Medina on with us here, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Rich Ornberger in for Jason tonight. You can follow Mark on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina, M-E-D-I-N-A is the surname. Uh, And just staying with that, we had the report this past week where you get the three teams, right? Utah and the Knicks and the Lakers and and draft picks all over the place. I'm still just curious, and it just makes my brain short-circuit, Mark, when we get into Lakers and draft picks at the end of the decade being a holdup in any of this. Because if you've done the job right, those are late first-round guys that probably don't have a lot of rotational time or true value for you on that team in the moment. Yeah, it's a fair point to make. And the other point to make is that when you have LeBron James on your team, even with him entering his 20th season, he's going to be 38 years old, you still technically have that championship window. Uh, You never, you know, that old adage this last decade, you never bet against LeBron. And so when you have him on your team, you're always in this thought of, okay, forget about the future. What will help maximize our odds of winning a championship? But I think the Lakers are also aware that, look, you know, LeBron James is at the tail end of his career, and there might be a situation that they do have to go through a rebuilding phase once he's gone, and if they don't have those draft picks to help bridge that available, uh, all of a sudden that uh, transition, you know, becomes a lot more difficult and a lot longer. Um, So that's where they're at, but I'm of the belief that it's much better to worry about those things later if you still have even a sliver of a chance to go all in for a title you take care of that because you never know when the window again will open once it is shut but uh, i do understand that it obviously is very difficult to navigate these waters because again westbrook doesn't really have a market and when you're talking about Kyrie and all that uh i think the prevailing sense around the league is that kevin durant is going to be the first domino to fall before the Nets do anything with Kyrie. And so as a result of that, that makes the Lakers have to kind of wait and also be deliberate that, hey, they might just be negotiated with themselves here when it comes to a potential Kyrie move. So a lot of difficult things for them to untangle. LeBron James's legacy is apparent. You know, he was able to leave Cleveland, his first team, to orchestrate a team to win championships in Miami. Did the same thing coming back to Cleveland uh, to bring a championship home to the Cavs. And then did the same thing moving on to Los Angeles. And I'm not saying it's overall been a huge success, but he won them a championship. What is Anthony Davis's legacy going to be in L.A.? Yeah, well, I think for both LeBron and AD, they certainly have that currency that they won a championship in 2020. That goes a long way, and even if they don't wind up winning any more championships from here on out, they're still going to be viewed in high regard. I mean, take take a look at Wilt Chamberlain, for example. I mean, obviously he um, has set a lot of records. He's one of the greats, but when it comes to the Lakers, he only won one title. There are a lot of years where, you know, they wound up losing to the Celtics, and the thought was he was partly responsible for that. But I think, you know, with the adage of time here, he's still viewed in a in a very positive light because of not only how great of a player he was, but he won a title. But, you know, I think to ex- uh, extend this in, uh, comparison even more, I don't think that LeBron and AD, when it comes to the Lakers and their legends, that they're going to be lumped into 
the same category of, you know, the guys like Magic and the guys like Kareem and Kobe and Shaq that won multiple championships. Well, when you're talking about how Laker fans will view them and just their overall body of work when it comes to their player resume, uh, it's still going to hold up because they won a championship. And in LeBron's case, you know, it's just one of many because of what he did in Miami and Cleveland. Ah, the stories never sleep. We've got all of these big stars, uh, a lot of slapping, slap fighting going on, and Mark Medina's there for all of it at NBA.com, at Mark G underscore Medina. Mark, thanks for taking the time with us tonight. I can't wait to talk to you, the next guy to use the term hate or demand uh, out of a situation. (laughs) I can't wait as well. I mean, I'm sure you and I have been laughing about these storylines. I'm sure the NBA champion Warriors have been as well because (laughs) they've just been doing nothing but winning while everyone else has been uh, infighting and been part of a soap opera beyond what's going on on the court. It's one thing I would love to win at auction one of the text threads of oh, yeah. Clay and Steph and whoever <laughs> uh, and add Draymond. Give me those three guys commenting on these two teams where they're at right now. And hey, knowing Draymond's podcast and Steph really leaning into Petty King, I'm sure the content is gold. <laughs> no question about it. Thanks so much, Mark. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks so much, guys. Thanks, buddy. That's Mark Medina. NBA.com, again, is where you can read him. Now, uh, on the other side of Steve DeSeger, we will get part two of Rich Ornberger's rookie story. Uh, He's just walking into the building when last we talked. But first, here's Steve DeSager with what's trending in our sporting universe. Hello again. Serena Williams will retire from tennis sometime after this year's U.S. Open, although she wouldn't use the word retire. She turns 41 next month. Yesterday, she won her first-round match in Toronto at a U.S. Open tune-up. Williams lost at Wimbledon in the first round this summer. Serena has won 23 Grand Slam singles titles. She says she wants to have another child. She and her husband have a five-year-old daughter. Coco Gauff of the U.S. won her first-rounder in Toronto, but Naomi Osaka withdrew from this week's Toronto event during her first round match due to a back injury. A judge allowed the PGA Tour to keep live golf players out of the PGA playoffs, which start Thursday. A temporary restraining order was denied today. Three from live golf had filed a lawsuit hoping to compete. L.A. Rams head coach Sean McVay confirmed he has a contract extension after winning the Super Bowl last season. He's still only 36 years old. The Rams are working on an extension for general manager Les Snead. Washington fired defensive line coach Sam Mills III due to philosophical differences. Mills had worked for Ron Rivera for over a decade. The L.A. Dodgers have won eight games in a row, and they're winning at home tonight 6-1 over the Twins, going to the fifth inning. Plenty of injury updates. The Dodgers activated third baseman Justin Turner. He's in the lineup tonight and has doubled. Meanwhile, at AAA tonight for the Dodgers, Dustin May pitched again, a guy who had Tommy John surgery over a year ago. He went five innings with eight strikeouts, just one earned run. He topped out at 99 miles miles per hour, so maybe one more minor league start, and then he's up to the majors, and the long, long road will be complete. This guy, Dustin May, who pitched in the World Series a couple years ago for L.A., he's had 16 innings in the minors, five rehab appearances, ERA 1.69. And at AAA, the Dodgers will have a couple of their eighth-inning relievers start rehab assignments on Friday, Blake Trinan and Bruce Dargraderal. And with Clayton Kershaw out, the favorite to start for L.A. tomorrow against the Twins is Ryan Pepio. Meanwhile, the Padres have lost five in a row, but... Fernando Tatis Jr. at double-A in rehab, went two for two tonight, double, triple, two walks, two runs scored, and the Major League Padres have scored tonight. In fact, a long home run from Juan Soto, and the Padres are now leading the Giants 3-1 in the bottom of the sixth. Also in progress, Shohei Otani on the mound for the Angels, who lead at Oakland 4-0. Otani with five shutout innings, five strikeouts, three walks allowed. At the plate, Otani with a hit, a walk, and a run scored. At Colorado... Well, it's Coors Field. Enough said. The Rockies were leading 12-0 in the third inning against a St. Louis team that had won seven in a row. It's now Rockies 16-5 in the bottom of the eighth. All of this is great news for Milwaukee, which apparently will only be one game back of the first-place Cardinals in the NL Central after tonight. Milwaukee beat Tampa Bay 5-3. Philadelphia won its sixth game in a row. Mets won their fifth straight game. And Atlanta has won in 11 innings, 9-7 at Boston. Austin Riley with his 30th homer. And Red Sox lefty Chris Sale had season-ending wrist surgery after a bike accident Saturday. Sale has only started 11 games in the last three years, including Tommy John surgery. Back to you. Now, I felt like the bulk of that 
update was brought to you by the stealing of Rich Hornberger's soul uh, <laughs> as a man who lives and works down in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. Steve DeSager. Uh, yeah. Just taking jab after ultimate, jab and then the uppercut ultimate, to knock his block off. What's ultimate, jab after jab? We're giving the Tatis news for tonight. Ultimate troll. And the then, Soto and news tonight. Just sprinkling salt in the wound, Steve DeSager. Yeah. Well, just the way he said, and they scored a run. Yeah, how well, about that? I, I work at a news desk. That's news. That's that's man bites dog. It, it was all just the inflection. The vocal inflection of you didn't the have to incredulity sound so, of it all is really to, the next level you didn't stuff. This right sounds there. so surprised, Steve. I mean, come on. Did you see them this weekend? I did. Happy okay. to see. Steve woke yeah. up and chose violence, guys. <laughs> that yeah. he did. Thanks, Steve. That's Steve DeSager so. at the news desk. Uh, he's the best. We also have a story out of Milwaukee that's kind of interesting uh, if you like uh, ghost stories. But we'll get into that next hour. No, coming up next, part two. That's right, the sequel. Rich Ornberger enters the building. What does he find that rookie year in New England as he's got a tale to tell? And he'll do it here next on Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. I'm Mike Harmon. Jason Smith is not here. In his stead, Rich Ornberger joins me. You hear him mornings in San Diego and... Well, mid-mornings into early afternoon here. Sunday is on Fox Sports Radio, and he's now a man making a bigger imprint on the network. Well, and he's hanging out with us tonight, so we appreciate him taking the time, staying awake, and 
you know, running out in the hallways, chasing his kids into bed, saying, go to sleep. It's almost <laughs> nine o'clock. Dude, that is so funny you mentioned that because uh, I love I love some of the things that, uh, you know, the pan, <clears throat> excuse me, the pandemic as I'm coughing through that word. Holy cow. <laughs> the pandemic has obviously ravaged certain parts of our society and irreparable changes have been made. And I understand a lot of sadness has occurred as a result, but there have also been some positives, you know, like people are working differently and they're spending a little more time at home. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's bad. It's not always a positive, sure. but uh, tonight, yeah, I'm, I'm down the line working from, uh, from the nearby router in the, in the Casa del Ornberger here and just a moment ago, I was literally chasing a naked child through the halls going like, where are your clothes and where's your mom? Like, what is going on right now? You just looked like a party scene, you know, during the Roman Empire. I had no, I just uh, naked children running around. So I, uh, I, 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 clo I clothed him and then returned to uh, to the microphone here to talk to you, Michael. Well, that's uh a really stark contrast because you come back here and while I generally don't wear pants, I do have shorts on tonight here in the Fox sports radio studios. Yeah, All man. right. So rich, we, when last we left you, we hit the back of a car, a man you described as a 99 year old skinny Santa Claus got out. You handed him a wad of money. You did not say what, what denominations those were. Maybe there's some, a lot of singles in the mix. Uh, from the night's previous night's excursions. I don't know. But either way, you now had to make your way into the Patriot facilities. We yeah. got a couple minutes. The floor is yours. Well, so uh, that that was a perfect on-ramp. And let's put it this way. I gave him enough money that uh, he was a far richer man uh that morning after he met me, you know, I, I, I had, I had several hundred bucks in my pocket and he literally to the very last cent, because I do think I handed him a couple of nickels along with the, the nice. actual bills. Hey, you know change I mean? like, still counts. Whatever was in my pocket was handed to this gentleman. And I just told him, uh, thank you for your patience. Sorry for getting into an accident with you. And then drove away full well knowing that even though it felt like maybe I had an excuse now for my lateness, maybe that excuse wouldn't be accepted. So I texted Bill Belichick's assistant, who I believe still works with the team, as far as I know, Berge. And Berge sits at the front office in the building and basically takes a roll every morning. As you walk through the door, he makes eye contact with you and you see him scribble something on a piece of paper, right? You know, either checking a list mm -hmm. or writing down that he's seen you, whatever. Um, so Bill knows exactly who's walked in the door and who hasn't because he's notified before he enters the team meeting room to begin the, the day's events or to lay out what we're going to be working on or speak his mind on the upcoming opponent, what have you. So anyways, I get there and I had texted Bears that I had been in an accident. And I walk through the doors and I know that I'm a fraud. I know that I'm faking this whole thing, but he doesn't necessarily know that, but he's staring daggers through me or what felt like daggers. He seemed upset too. I'm like, look, you're not even my coach. Like, you know, this whole inner dialogue is going on. Like, why are you bothered by this? Leave me alone, jerk. But he's staring daggers through me as I'm walking through the doors. I'm like morning bears. He goes, Hey man. He was like, uh, everything okay? I was like, yeah, you know, as you know, the accident. I was like, um, I don't really know what to do. I mean, should I try to sneak into the back of the team meeting room? Should I, what should I do? And he goes, yeah, all right. Are you okay, by the way? And I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm fine. I was like, you know, fender bender, whatever. I was like, but where do I go? And he goes, why don't you go wait in your offensive line room and wait for the rest of your guys to get in there? So that's what I do. I go sit down in the offensive line room by myself. And, you know, there's 20 chairs or so in the room and everybody's got their spot. So I sit in mine closer to the back of the room and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and 40 minutes tick by <laughs> by myself. You've now run through this story in your head 9,000 times. A lot of time to think. <laughs> So slop sweat. Oh, dude, the whole range. I had to get up and pee twice. That's how long this was. So Heart rate. I'm sitting there. Accelerated. And Dante Scarnecchia, my offensive line coach, is the first through the door once they break this squad meeting. 
And he walks in from the back of the room and walks past my chair and he goes, Hey, speed racer, how you doing? <laughs> just like, Hey Dante. And he goes, yeah, yeah. How you doing? I'm like, I'm good. He goes, yeah, well, listen, if you were working at IBM, maybe a car accident's a great excuse, but around here we wake up early enough that even if you get in a car accident, <laughs> you still make it on time. You understand? <laughs> I was like, yeah, you got it. Dante. He's like, okay, good. But as far as I know, I got away with it, Mikey. You think you got away with it? Maybe. Maybe we should uh, explore that a little more, as well as some other tales from camp 2022. Mike and Rich on Fox. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.